This is Masters in Travel, a rendezvous with the intersection of travel and business to accelerate your success. I'm your host, Whitney Schindler, owner of Undiscovered Sunsets. Each week, we have one goal in mind, to provide advice, insights, and resources to help you maximize your potential. Get ready to become a master in travel. Hey everyone, welcome to Masters in Travel. I'm your host, Whitney. I really hope you enjoyed last week's incredible deep dive into professional development and how some experienced advisors are not only approaching their professional development, but also how they make their decisions each year and how they ensure that they maximize each opportunity to the fullest extent. On the topic of maximizing each FAM opportunity to the fullest extent, this week I'm joined by Teresa Chu Bermudez, owner and travel advisor at Get Out Custom Travels, podcast co-host of The Tin Lounge, together with Corrine Johnson. And most recently, she created a course for travel advisors called FAM with Intention. This course is to help travel advisors who are missing out on the marketing potential of their FAM trips and who want to learn how to improve the way that they market their experience on social media to gain more inquiries upon returning home. Teresa, thank you for joining us today and congratulations on launching this new resource for travel advisors. Thank you so much, Whitney, for having me on. And yes, it is a very exciting time. And I was telling you beforehand, I'm like, this idea has been eating at my brain and I had to launch it. And I felt like it was a perfect time. I'm seeing a lot of advisors going on these fam trips. And we have so much talk about 2021 being the return of travel. And I thought it was the perfect time for advisors to really up their game when it comes to how they handle their business moving forward, including how they manage their fam trips. I think you would agree fam trips are one of the greatest perks of being a travel advisor. But as crazy busy as they are sometimes, I know that we all look forward to these opportunities. So before we dive into the core, that you've created for advisors. Talk to me a little bit about how you decide where to travel each year. Are your travels driven by personal desires, professional development needs based on what clients are asking for, or a little bit of both maybe? Um, it's a mix. So my specialization is custom FITs, and I focus a lot on Europe and Asia, and in Asia specifically, Japan. So whenever I look at FAM opportunities, I try and focus on the destinations I sell the most of. And it's if there are new suppliers that I'm using or tour operators that I'm using, I specifically want to use them for my own personal trips. And in the beginning, I feel like I just took every fam trip available because I didn't know what I was doing. I just thought, oh, cool, I'm getting invited on this trip. I get to go on this one experience. And what I found was to be really frustrating was going on a trip that didn't really apply to my business. And I felt like I was wasting time and money because while you're on these trips, it's very difficult to actually run your business. So the same goes for conferences. There are some conferences that I've been to where I was just like, wow, this is so great. I'm going to come back. The value is amazing. But there were some other conferences that were also great, but just not right for my business. So exactly. Yeah, a lot of it is you just have to try and go to different ones and then you figure out what works for you and what doesn't. You mentioned that you sell a lot of Europe and Japan in particular in Asia. Are you returning often to the same places to, to get to know the new suppliers and to try new and different things? Or are you always trying to go somewhere new each trip that you travel on? It really depends on the 
opportunity and the time that I have. So if I'm able to return to the same place, I usually will because even within a few years time span, things can change drastically. And there are always new experiences to see. Like for example, Italy is something that I sell a lot of and you can go to Italy three times and still not see everything that your clients want to see. And same with Japan. I sometimes tell clients that I can design 10 completely different itineraries in Italy and nothing would overlap. There's just so much to see. Exactly. And the same goes for Japan and pretty much any country that you go to. So if I have the opportunity to go to the same place, I will. But if another opportunity comes up in a new place that I sell that I've never been to, I'll most likely go to that new destination just so I can say like, yes, I've actually been there in person and and it was recent. I think what took me a little while to realize is even when you say that you've been somewhere, unless you're going back to that destination multiple times, you still haven't seen everything. And that's sometimes what clients need is to know what's it going to look like when they get there? Do we really need to include this region or that region? And when we're able to really speak from personal experience, I think it really helps. And so I've made an effort in the last couple of years to not only look for the new destinations of where I've never been, but also look at um, opportunities of I've been here, but going back would enable me to see this, this, and this, which would be new and which would be able to add to the storytelling and to the personal experience that I can share with clients. So I love that you're returning to some places sometimes and really becoming the expert on those destinations. Yeah, exactly. And you've touched on an important point and that's being the expert in a destination. You know, we talk about having a niche and, you know, specializing in different areas all the time. And so by having something like that, it becomes easier for you as a travel advisor to know where to throw your dollars, to know where to throw your, you know, time and efforts. If you're a generalist, yes. you know, you can be pulled in so many different directions. And so having that specialization can really help you decide what's worth the investment and what isn't. Yes. I love that you mentioned that. And we'll have more podcasts on having a niche and an expertise and a specialty because I I also think that that's so important. But like you said, the first few years, I was just like throwing spaghetti at the wall. Mm -hmm. Like what's going to stick? Where should I go in the fam? Which event should I attend? I don't know what my clients are going to ask for. And I kind of let my clients run the show. You know, I'm trying to like guess right. what they're going to ask for me in the next two years. When really looking back, what I think I should have done is said, what do I want to sell? What do I want to specialize in? What types of clients do I want to attract to my business? And now which fams and which events and which conferences will enable me to do that? So a really great example is that I planned a few African safaris and really fell in love with the process and realized I've got a lot to learn in this area of the world and in this type of travel. So I started looking for events that specifically focus on supplier partners and destinations in Africa. And that ended up being one of the most valuable conferences that I attended all year because that was specifically helping me grow the area of the world and the and the expertise of the type of travel that I was wanting to grow, as opposed to going to an event where you're meeting people from all over the world. And then you leave and you're like, well, I met two African safari providers, but you know, that's not going to be enough. Exactly. And that can also help direct where you go on a conference like exhibition floor. Because if you go to a really large conference, it can be so overwhelming. The very first conference I went to when I started the business, I knew no one in the industry. And it was one of the largest conferences out in Vegas. And I walked into the hall and I'm like, oh my God, like, where do I even begin? And I walked up and down and there were some folks that I spoke to where, you know, I, it was interesting, but I, I was not interested in selling them. And the amount of collateral that I collected, that was one of the biggest lessons I learned. 
I took everyone's stuff, like in terms of brochures and magazines. And I was just like, what am I going to do with this? And not having a storefront, it doesn't make a difference. So you don't need it. After that, I'm just like, I'm not picking anything up. If you have something digital, I will look it up online. And that's it. And I tell my associate agents the same thing. I'm like, don't pick anything up unless it's something really, really important or something that you really, really want. So I'm interested to know when you're traveling on FAMS, what was your personal experience when trying to market these experiences upon returning home? Where did you catch yourself feeling that it was possible that you weren't maximizing the potential of each trip and each marketing opportunity? When I first started in the industry and I started going on FAMS, I really did not have anyone to tell me how to prepare for them. I just showed up and went on the FAM and it was so difficult for me to figure out what to post, what to talk about, how to best, you know, talk to my clients while having a stack schedule while working on client work that was currently happening. So I was just like, how am I supposed to do all of this? And, you know, you take hundreds of photos while you're on FAMS, but you don't know how to use it. So for me, I was just like, I am returning home with like 500 photos and I don't think I'm going to use any of them because I don't know what to say. And once you return home, it's like you're hit with home life again and going back to regular work and you're out of the mindset of being on the trip. So for me, I knew that I had to do it differently because I didn't want to waste that time. Of course, you're learning about Mm -hmm. destinations. Of course, you're learning about the experiences and meeting new people. But there was so much more I could be doing with the fam trips. So I started to do more prep prior to traveling. And that was Mm -hmm. what really made the difference for me. I love that. So I'm curious to know, were you seeing other travel advisors kind of going through the same mental process together with you on FAMS? I mean, what really drove you to think, I need to create a course for this? Like people are looking for this. People need assistance. They need guidance on on really how to maximize these opportunities. I saw that a lot of other FAM attendees were feeling really overwhelmed by social media itself. Because if you don't understand it, it can be so confusing to you you to a point where you're just like, you know what, forget it. I'm just not going to do it. And if they did Mm -hmm. post something, they would post maybe like 50 photos of their site inspection without any kind of context. And that doesn't Mm -hmm. do anyone any good. No, (laughs) because you know, when you you become Facebook friends and Instagram, you know, you follow each other on Instagram. So that was what I was noticing. And I was, you know, helping folks with their social media while on these fam trips. And I was thinking to myself, they know basics. They just need something that is like step-by-step hand-holding, giving them what they need to be doing because they do know how, they just don't know how to put it together, if that makes sense. Right. So where in the process do you see the greatest opportunity for improvement? Is it generally the preparing prior to arriving in destination, the posting and sharing during the fam itself, or do you see that the strategies can really be improved upon returning home? If you kind of had to pick one of those, which do you feel is the biggest area of for improvement for most advisors? I think the preparation is the most important. And it's something that a lot of travel advisors don't even pay attention to. So back in college, I I was pre-med when I first started. So, you know, you would do like lab work. And I remember being in chem class and going to labs. And I was the only one in class who would prep the night before the lab. And the lab would be like four hours long. I would prep the night before look at all the steps, write out on a post-it note all the materials that I needed. I would show up to lab 20 minutes earlier, get all my glassware, set everything up. I was always the first one to be finished. And I always had
had accurate and precise results, which shocked the professor because I was always the first one done. And I saw other classmates who just showed up to lab and what they were trying to figure it out there. And mm-hmm. That small bit of preparation time played such a huge role. And it's the same with doing social media marketing for your fam. If you take that little bit of time beforehand to prep, sure, it's a little bit of work beforehand, but you're going to get so much more out of it. I love that analogy and that example. I was not a med student, <laughs> um, but I was, in, I was in my fair share of labs that were required. And I can definitely see, I personally get stressed in the moment when I'm trying to figure something out of, you know, what's the process? What materials do I need? And when I'm in the moment, I don't think as clearly. Preparing in advance, that really helps helps you just take your time, think clearly, get everything prepared. It reminds me of restaurants as well. Like you don't go into the back of a restaurant and when someone orders a pasta, then the sous chef starts chopping the onions. Those onions have been chopped hours before the restaurant is open. And so then when you order a dish, it's just boom, 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 sprinkle a little salt on the top and out and it's delicious. So that's how I feel at home too. If I prepare all the things for dinner before I start cooking, it goes smoothly. I enjoy a glass of wine. It's an enjoyable experience. But if I just get out all of the ingredients and just look like, what do I got to do next? How much flour do I need? <laughs> then it's so stressful. I don't enjoy it. I love that analogy. Thank you for sharing that. That's such that's such a helpful way to think about things. So walk us through your course outline. What type of information are you sharing with advisors and kind of helping them step-by-step through this process? What does it look like? I focus on the three main steps, the pre-fam and the on-fam and the post-fam. The pre-fam, they will get the step-by-step instructions on what to do to start setting up their social media plan from getting their itinerary and looking at it and starting to plan out their calendar. They have a guidebook that they can follow along and everything's written there. They'll get a look at hashtag strategy, how to tag accounts, geotagging, everything to Instagram stories as well. On fam, the different tools that I use to edit photos and edit stories and what they should be focusing on while they're on their fam. And then post fam as well, I touch on that and different things they can do to really capitalize on their experience. Because once you return home, it's so easy to just not have anything to do with your fam again. But there's so much you can do with the content that you have collected on your fam. We're often so overwhelmed and busy when we return because our inbox is overflowing and we feel stressed and we have our own you know, things to take care of in our personal lives as well. And so without a plan, you're right. It can often just be like, well, that, that fam was fun. On to the next exactly. thing. And we're missing out on so much marketing potential. Exactly. And it does give you flexibility and changing up your social media plan, but at least you have the guidelines in place so you aren't so overwhelmed once you're there. I love that. So I'm curious to know when an advisor goes through the steps that you've outlined in FAM with intention from preparing prior to their trip to the little tips and tricks during their trip to afterwards, really maximizing those marketing opportunities. In your opinion, what does success look like? Of course, it'll be different for each advisor and for each trip, but what types of results have you seen in your own experience upon implementing these strategies? If I market correctly, people will watch through my entire stories on Instagram, for example. They're not going to stop off halfway because they are so engrossed in what I'm sharing with them that they want to know what happens. And I've had great success in terms of people reaching out to me and they're like, that was amazing. I want to do what you did. And even if it's not the exact experience you had, they're reaching out to you because they know that you 
are the experts. So you're also building credibility on social media with your audience. So that plays a Mm -hmm. lot into the process. And I mentioned this in the course that marketing on social media is you're playing the long game. You're not going to get something like absolutely immediately because people want to see consistency from you. And so this course is something that you can use not just on your current fam, but you can utilize the same exact process for all the fans that you have in the future, but any trip that you have, it doesn't have to be a specific Mm -hmm. fam. So following this process can help you build your credibility and be consistent in what you post and what you market so that people will reach out to you for inquiries. It can also be for an event that you host. So if you have a local event or kind of a destination night or a wine and cheese night, whatever, you can do the same. You can prepare for the event in advance, looking for the vendor hashtags, looking, you know, preparing your social media calendar, how to document your client event during the event, and then afterwards, how to capitalize on those marketing opportunities. So I love that it's a step-by-step process that has been created with a fam in mind, but there are so many other uses throughout the travel industry and throughout our day-to-day that this exact same process can be used. Exactly. I love that. And I also love that you highlight that really success looks like people reaching out. And I've had people... I think more often than not, people do reach out while I'm posting on social media, while I'm traveling, when I get home, when I write the newsletter, all these things. I would say more often than not, they're not, they're reaching out for a different destination. They're not reaching out for the place that I just Mm -hmm. got home from, but you've really nailed it because it's about our credibility. It's about us showing this is what we do. This is what we're really good at. I can do it for you too. It can be to the same destination that I'm currently in right now, but my expertise and my professionalism and the way that I approach trip design, it applies across the board. So if you want to go somewhere completely different, it's it's sending that subliminal message, yeah, right? Exactly. Of I can really do that. I'm showing you Amsterdam right now, but I can also do this in Morocco. Yes. <laughs> 100%. I remember going on a trip to Cancun with my family last month and I was consistently posting and it wasn't a fam. It was just like a, a, a family vacation. And we're at a time where a lot of people, they want to travel, but they're not so engrossed in the travel industry to know what's going on in terms of updates and travel restrictions. So by folks seeing my posts on Facebook and Instagram, they're like, oh shoot, I can go to Cancun. I can go travel places internationally. And I know Teresa has been there and I know she's done this. So I'm going to reach out to her. And I will tell you just from that Cancun trip, I received like three to four people like within that travel week they're like hey i see you're here when you get back please reach out to me i want to plan something that's really what success looks like because if we're going on all of these fams if we're going on our own personal trips like you just were in mexico if we're attending all these industry events but we're not getting booking requests upon returning home then that tells me that there's room for improvement and how we are documenting our experiences and how we're sharing it because really we're doing all of this to generate sales and to stay top of mind with our clients, right? Yes, 100%. And part of what I try to drive home is you need to present value to your clients. You need to be able to focus on what you're trying to say and think about what your audience wants to read, hear, see, going back to the reference of travel advisors posting like 50 photos of their site inspection with no context, that does nothing for anyone. You can choose just a few photos and target that message to Mm -hmm. your clients so they know like what's in it for them. 
because otherwise they won't mm-hmm. care. No, I, I agree 100%. And I think it's also tell a story about why you're there instead of telling us, I visited three hotels today and this is the room category that I saw. And, and you know, these types of details, tell a story about why did you choose that destination? When you're in Mexico, why did you choose that hotel? Because there are a gazillion mm-hmm. you could have choose yep. from. Talk to us about why that was your choice and why it works for you. Share with us how you like to travel. Because I also think when people are watching you on social media, not only are they seeing your expertise and your professionalism and how good you are at what you do, but they're also seeing your style of travel. So if you see someone who goes to Mexico and they're laying on the beach and posting their tan, you know, updates on their tan every day and their cocktails, that's going to speak to one type of traveler. But if you look at another person who goes to Mexico and every single day is all ruins and all hiking and all cenotes and snorkeling and scuba diving, that's going to speak to a very different type of traveler neither good or bad, just two very different styles of travel. And so I think that that also helps communicate to travelers. This is the type of advisor I am. This is the type of travel that I specialize in. If you come to me, you're going to get a lot of sun and sand and cocktails, or you're going to get a lot of adventure. And I can do both. But for me personally, I'm all about the adventure. I'm all about the culture. I want to see and go and do And Maybe one afternoon on the beach is cool, but I'm really not the expert. If you want to go sit on the beach for seven straight days, I, I would rather send you over to a different advisor who I know really knows about that Mm, and really loves that. So that's also a big part of sharing your trip is you're letting your followers know what kind of travel you're all about. Yeah. And you're letting them know who you are. And that's where the credibility comes in too. It's a lot of advisors, they're kind of nervous about sharing what their personality is like, who they are. They want to keep everything surface, but I'm telling you, people love seeing authenticity and they love seeing who you are as a person. And, you know, of course it's cliche to say like people want to work with people they know, like, and trust. You've heard that so many times, but the thing is, but it's, it's true. true. If people are going to be spending like 10, 15, $20,000 plus with you, they want to know who you are. And a lot of that comes from what you share on social media. And the thing about social media is you can do it for free. I don't throw, I don't use money to promote ads or anything like that. Everything is just based on what is free to me. We're all making very important decisions as entrepreneurs. And I think you bring up a really good point that yes, you can hire social media experts to run your social media. You can hire copywriters for your newsletter and for your blog. But I think it's really important to stress that you don't have to do that. With a little bit of strategy behind your social media, even if you don't consider yourself a social social media expert, you can really garner some really great results that are 100% free. Now, if you want to take it to the next level, and if your business is growing, and if it's just becoming overwhelming, and if you want to go on your trip and then just send your notes and your photos to a social media person afterwards, like that's another level that's something that you can consider later. But when you're just getting started, you can spend just a little bit of time to get to know these strategies that you've put together, which I'm so happy that you have. It's a tremendous resource. And you can really bring in a lot of new inquiries, a lot of new clients, and a lot of new bookings just from learning a few strategies that are absolutely free. Exactly. When I first started this business, I started in 2016 and I did not have an Instagram page. And prior to starting my business... I even told myself that I would never get an Instagram because to me, like, I'm like, I don't need it. I don't need it. And after I started my business, I'm like, I do need it. And I had no idea how to do Instagram. Like if that even makes Mm -hmm. sense, I didn't know what Mm -hmm. strategies were. I didn't know how best to utilize it. And once you become a business owner, you look at social media a lot differently than 
as a like the general public, I like to say, you are trying to gain business from your posts. So you have to think about it differently than you used to. So it took mm-hmm. a lot of time, a lot of learning on my part. And I just basically soaked up as much information as I could, whether that was like going to workshops or listening to experts and taking webinars, all this stuff. So I can learn how best to use that for my business. Teresa, for anyone who's looking for ways to maximize the return on investment for the time and money spent on each of their fam trips, what is one key piece of advice you'd offer to travel advisors? You need to prep. Take the time to prep for your trips. I promise it'll make it less overwhelming while you're traveling. You can actually be on the trip and enjoy the trip, be in the moment, which is also incredibly important because that's when you're feeling all the emotions that you want to capitalize on. If you want more tips, I have a freebie on my Fan with Intention site where I give three free tips on writing engaging captions just to get you started and figuring out what to say. So famwithintention.com head on over there and snag it for yourself. When you go to fanwithintention.com, I saw that you also have a few different course options as well as the free download on tips to write engaging captions. Can you share with us a little more detail on each of the course options to help advisors select which option might best fit their needs prior to their next fam? Sure. The different options are different levels of interaction with me, I guess you can say. So of course you can just purchase the course only. You'll have the guidebook plus videos to help guide you through the entire process. I have a social media calendar calendar and an Instagram stories calendar there for you as well to fill in to help you organize your thoughts. Then the next option is including a 30 minute consultation call with you to see if you have any questions, if you want me to help you with anything. And this would be helpful for people who actually have looked at the full course already and they have questions and they want to ask. So it's like a coaching call. And then the the last option is a 60 minute coaching call where I help you customize your social media plan with you. So basically walking you through the entire trip, creating the social media plan side by side. That's an amazing opportunity, especially for someone who hasn't done anything like this before and who isn't already very familiar with, you know, strategies in social media. And you they might be able to sit down with you on that one-on-one option and really go through one full strategy together. And then in the future, they may be able to then go off on their own and kind of once they've kind of gone through it with you once, it may be easier to do it again in the future on their own. Don't you? Yeah, think? exactly. They'll know what it's going to look like. They will be able to implement the social media plan and they'll know how much easier it is on them to market their fam experience or any trip they're on. And so it'll encourage them to go through the same process again. And then the course is like, it's yours. So you can always go back mm-hmm. to it, redo the process for every trip that you have. Yep. That's wonderful. Teresa, I am so excited for everyone to learn from your experience in this new course and to truly maximize the marketing potential on each of their fams, personal travels, industry events, everything in the years to come. Thank you for so generously taking the time to create this resource for travel advisors. And as always, thank you for your willingness and for your enthusiasm to be a part of the conversation. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I love sharing advice and tips and I love seeing other travel advisors succeed and be able to elevate our industry in general. I mean, 2020 has been incredibly challenging. So this this is my like contribution to, to the industry and hopefully we can all be better in 2021 and in the future. I think when when we help each other, when we help guide each other and we offer these resources, everyone is lifted, everyone's businesses is lifted and it it just it benefits the travel industry as a whole. So thank you. Yes. Thank, thank you. you so much for having me on the show. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Masters in Travel. If you want more, head over to mastersintravelpod.com for show notes and links to the resources we discussed in today's episode. 
If you loved today's interview as much as I did, please take a moment to leave a review, subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and be sure to share this podcast with an advisor who is ready to level up their travel business. To continue the conversation, find us on Instagram at Masters in Travel, where we preview upcoming episodes and engage with our listeners to decide what topics to cover next. We'll see you next time.